Welcome to the Enlighten Up podcast. I'm Lisa Watson and we'll be joined by my co-hosts Nicole Frolick and Brian Koenigberg. The Enlighten Up podcast is a weekly show that provides an unconventional and refreshing spin on spirituality, where three friends and weekly guests share informative, fun, and usually off-the-wall conversations. Unlike others, we provide fringe and skeptical viewpoints on all topics, because our experience has taught us that the echo chamber is a boring place from which to learn. So regardless of where you are in your spiritual journey, we can promise you, you're going to find a place to fit in here. So we invite you to grab a drink and listen in on our casual, entertaining, and hopefully enlightening conversation. And Enlighten Up is a self-funded podcast. So if you would like to help us to continue to be able to produce, enhance, and expand the show for our audience, then please send your support using the link in the show notes or go to our website, lightenup.us, and check out our merchandise shop where you can purchase merchandise that will allow you to express some spiritual humor. You may also show your support by leaving us a review on iTunes and following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you all so much for listening and supporting us. And now let's jump right into the episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Enlighten Up podcast. Today, we are joined by uh, Marina and Jacoby, who's been on a couple times in the past. We're happy to have her back on. She is the author of the books, The Harmonic Reactor and Nanotechnology, which you can find on her website, uh, marinajacoby.com. And she practices energy philanthropy, which is a fifth dimensional practice for abundance using quantum manifestation. Marina, so good to have you back on the show. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for having me. I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, it's been good. We actually, I don't think we've had you on for about a year now. So Has a it lot, been that long? I think so. That's too long. Yeah. How's the quantum structure been treating you? Uh, some challenges along the way, but I must say I'm doing pretty well with it. <laughs> good. Well, you know, I think... W- you put you've been putting up some really cool videos lately and um for our audience if you're new to the podcast or you haven't heard any of Marina's episodes I highly recommend you go back and listen to them her first one was episode 42 and uh you know your quantum manifestation season 1 on your YouTube channel is to me like mandatory studying for all of my coaching clients it's like one of the first things I give them is I send them over to your YouTube channel. I'm like you need to watch all of season one, start at video one and start learning how you're the creator of your reality. Oh, that's very kind of you to do so. Thank you so much for, you know, for that. Well, it's really helpful information. I think it's important. It's empowering for people to realize that they're in total control of everything that's happening around them in, in some aspects, you know, like they're creating it for whatever reason, whether it's lessons or what you're um, thinking, uh, speaking, doing, all of that stuff. You talk about how the uh, structure works and how we manifest things. You have a really great video out that I am a huge fan of. You've done a video recently on intimacy. Mm -hmm. And that video uh, was really important, I thought. I thought it was a really cool video and it confirmed so much of what I had been understanding through my own journey of self-worth and self-love and how to create a relationship that mirrors that back. And could you go over with the audience kind of the information that you received on intimacy and how we um, can create it or or create the opposite based on what we're taught through the matrix? 
Well, yes. Um, it was very important because, to be honest, I, I didn't expect that. Sometimes I get the information randomly, um, and that's why um, I love it when it's without a question or I may have a situation happens um, and all of a sudden they would download something for everybody to know. And um, what was happening here that people uh, needed to understand that lust and love, uh, it has a completely different vibrational sequence. And lust is based on separation in the consciousness itself. Uh, however, you can have a lust towards the person you love, that is something completely different. But when you um, have a lust towards somebody because of their body, and there's no connection through the heart structure when you really love it, it becomes like almost like an artificial platform. And through that artificial platform, you create reality that the outcomes are based on, uh, basically your outcome is not gonna be uh, positive. It's, you may, for example, you marry somebody because of money or you marry somebody because of fame. Uh, that platform was not designed to connect through uh, the heart structure which is the biggest manifestation uh, because if uh, complete synchroniz uh, synchronization in the frequencies they're very compatible but if you do it uh, through uh, without a compassion if you do it out of interest or lust or fame and glory then it becomes artificial and becomes a separation and fluctuation in the frequency of the realities around you and when you start manifesting, uh, the future that you're building based on that vibration is not very positive reality for you. And that was so fundamental to understand for everybody because when you truly, truly are compassionate and you have a pure um, connection with that person through joy and through pure love, the vibrational sequences have a, such a synchronization in a matrix of your hologram that uh, creates a purity structure. And in that purity structure, you also build not only this reality, but you also connect through multiple timelines. You can have a connection. Uh, so that is very important because they literally said that watching videos or watching uh, listening to certain books or uh, uh, videos that are very explicit or for example we all know about 50 shades of gray they say when you start implementing this type of intimacy in your daily life uh, and it's not based on pure love but it's based on uh, interest of some kind um, that is uh, completely uh, complete separation uh, and eventually you create platforms of realities that the only people you're going to look for true love, but you won't find it because the vibrational sequences that you accumulated from these actions based on your lust and interest are not the proper frequency to give you the resonance to project a hologram around you to get a person that will truly love you because you never projected it in the first place. You never took an action. And you don't know how to. And yet you're looking for love. You don't know how to get it because you're going through a different approach. And they said when you purely love somebody, then, of course, you can have a lust and you can have a poor play and you can do all this stuff. But you also warn about the fact that you, for example, you love so much and you guys know each other and you have a foreplay and you lusting around each other, whatever you do, games you do. But they said if you start going into these dark places, for example, like Fifty Shades of Grey, the way they were doing stuff, 
eventually that also is not going to satisfy you and you're going to go deep in the rabbit hole where pain and pleasure becomes, you know, different structure. Uh, and you also have to be careful. It has to be balanced. So they said, if you truly, truly, truly love somebody, you're not going to be thinking about somebody else. And the indication with all that, especially if when I, because when I do sessions with people and stuff like this, I cannot tell you guys how many times I see couples that things are changed in their personal life. And most of them, uh, from, from different circumstances, and most of them are literally stuck into their um, reality with their spouse or, why, or whoever that is because of uh, financial situation. And I think that this is the, uh, exactly the Arkham platform because we were designed to make a matrimony, but everything is connected with money in the end because even if you don't love this person, you're obligated to stay because of your kids because you have nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. And that becomes a very vicious circle uh, in our reality. So the um, advice is also you may be married or you may be do stuff, but you also have to hold your own ground so you can have, for example, your own profession, your stuff, you dedicated your life to your children. But at the same time, uh, things, circumstances may change in your marriage. And then you did everything for your family, for your kids, and now you feel like a nobody. A lot of people find themselves in this situation. But if it's a true passion and love, between the people, you can have a nice separation or you can stay or you can be supported somewhere or another. If you started that relationship since the beginning and your foundation and your hologram was based on purity, then you always can find a solution in your structure to transition, to separate as friends or to do something else. And let me tell you something, guys. What I found out and what they told me that when you're making love through purity and you want to have a child, the frequency of the consciousness of that child that comes in, comes into your structure, it has to be in a certain vibration. If this is not holding from lust, uh, from uh, uh, love, purity from your heart, uh, that child, when it enters that soul, that vibration, when it enters the body from lovemaking uh, to conceive, um, embeds some of the frequencies that are happening there so all of a that, sudden that explains uh, my uh that explains my daughter well, <laughs> oh, hopefully. but what's happening there that child can carry a vibration and karma uh, from your structure because of how things were done it's all wow. connected oh wow that's interesting yeah. I mean, it makes total sense, but I guess yeah. a lot of us don't think that far down or deep within how everything's connected and how it's all taking on that energy. Yeah, it does take in. And when you go into the quantum knowledge, when you explain that through the structure, it makes so much sense because it's, it's, you, can't deny, uh, you can't deny quantum. You're just there. It's like a math. It's, it's in front of you. So when you understand this very well, then you will think very carefully how you approach next time. So the thing is, it doesn't mean that you cannot, for example, and I'm going to be very honest here, they were talking about self-pleasuring, um, but I didn't put that in the, my original talk, you know, on the videos. But I, uh, but if you do self-pleasuring and you do, they use the word masturbation. I'm sure I can say that here. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, they said that if it's a woman or a man, it doesn't matter. If you self-masturbate, it has to be 
put in your mind the person that you truly love. Do not watch some kind of a um, video and connect because when you do that, you're connecting with exactly that artificial lust energy that you're starting to embed. And when you um, actually have an orgasm, that orgasm vibration, they told me, I'm quoting here, it's not the same frequency that you're projecting in your field. You got to understand when you do that, you're projecting a field of frequency into your matrix. And remember, the matrix is giving you back that frequency. So don't be surprised if you constantly be doing this and you basically uh, ejaculate uh, in a state of uh, video or a lust. This is not hard structure. Don't be surprised why you cannot find a person to truly love you because you keep feeding your field of matrix with that type of a sequence of a vibrational frequency. So the only way the matrix is going to give you back manifestation is based on that particular frequency. That's why they said if you're going to do that because it's natural state for the human being, it's good to feel good and whatever you want to do, but always put the person in your mind when you do that that you truly love. Then that feeling and energetic field is going to go properly in a structure and not from artificial. So what's happening then um, based on, like, can you explain quantumly what's happening to someone who's uh, not like going into the heart structure? So say for instance, because we've talked about, I think porn once or twice on this uh, podcast. And I mean, Lisa and I have been pretty open and honest about it. We both used to um, watch it. We don't anymore. Uh, And Used I used to have a very open and very progressive, I guess, viewpoint around it. But then I started to realize, like, I mean, well, once you start doing research into all of the um, um, <clears throat> the the abuse that is happening just in the, the back end of, of, of all of that industry, but then also um, just the connection point of what you're connecting to, what's happening like on an energetic level within someone's body when they're going through that motion of using that as their outlet versus an actual loving scenario. It becomes a separation in the structure. You stop projecting frequency vibration in a matrix that is not on a hard structure. And then when you're really truly looking for love, that person cannot come in because you never projected that frequency in the first place. Does it only affect, does it only affect love? Does it does it have any other effects and you know other quantum fields in your life? Um, if we talk in particular for the love, that's what they said for the love. But I think overall, uh, it becomes uh, probably is gonna leak into the other structures because it's all connected. Yeah, the separation will start to show up in other ways. Yeah, in other ways because every particle is connected to the other one. You you gaining some frequency, uh, for example, uh, particles of the previous reality, parallel reality, because you're doing shifting from one reality to another and is to make a continuum motion. And you got to carry that frequency. So, yeah, it's going to leak into your other parallel reality. Wow. But, guys, we all we all been doing that. Uh, I also watch movies like that before. 
and um, when I start uh, watching uh, some of them, uh, they literally told me that I have to stop that. And sometimes I listen to audiobooks, you know, whatever you like, you know, some audiobooks. But when they told me, if you listen to audiobook, if you listen to something that you like, make sure that in your mind, replace the person that you truly love to be the character of that person. So that's what they said, switching. That doesn't mean you have to watch, you know, pornographic videos every day because the energy, the book is one thing, okay? But the energy of that pornographic movie, don't forget that the the way you said it, Nicole, you said it so beautifully by what is connected with and some of these people are completely abused. Uh, when you watch a pornographic movie of these people, you're tuning into their energy also. And you don't want to carry that energy behind. Because that energy there is not based on pure love. It's based on lust and manipulation and money and who know, abuse and who knows what else. Okay, this is a perfect opportunity then to actually ask you to answer one of our, our um, listeners' questions because it totally relates to this. And this is from Emmy. And Emmy, uh, we, I know you sent this in a while ago, but we, um, sorry, we're just getting to it now. But it's uh, her question was titled Sex Ghost. <clears throat> And she wanted to ask about um, having sex with others and how it opens you up to whatever spiritual attachments they have. How do you protect yourself against this? Or if you are raped, how do you cleanse yourself from them? Uh, very good question. Actually, um, the fact it's needed to be known that every moment to moment uh, you are shifting to another reality. So in order for you to cleanse yourself from that, you have to stop thinking about the past because the past is another version of you. This is in the quantum manifestation series. Then you shut in the program of whatever happened with that person long time ago. It no longer exists because that person that raped you, it's a, also happened to another version of you. So once you learn in the quantum structure and understand to neutralize that, to gratitude to the experience, now that there's something wrong of doing that, why you need a gratitude? Because that person that happened is another version of yourself in your quantum field that you projected. This is all quantum structure. Once you neutralize it and give a gratitude, it becomes like a clean state and think of it as a computer. No longer that program frequency of that reality is going to keep leaking into your now momentum so you won't manifest again. So here's your instantaneous healing when you really understand the structure. That's how you get instantaneous healing because it doesn't matter if you've been raped before. If you keep thinking about it and if you keep getting the emotion of the sadness and the everything else that you're going through, you're actually carrying the vibrations of a previous reality, completely different timeline and earth, was another version of you. It has nothing to do. you choosing to carry the vibrational emotional sequence, which is a structure, and you keep projecting it in your reality, and you can never get out of the loop. So you have to let go by understanding that whatever happened there, was another version of you. Right now, you're a totally new person in a totally different timeline of reality that has nothing to do with another version of you. That's very interesting. And I think, Lisa, you and I were talking a little bit about this on the weekend. Um, <clears throat> like being able to find gratitude in the le or the lesson in something that is painful, um, that's caused a lot of pain. You know, for me, like 
I don't know if Emmy was or not, but I was raped at 20 years old by an ex-boyfriend. And I am feeling like that's coming up for healing right now. That's something I have to clear. Uh, and finding <laughs> the gratitude is sometimes difficult in a situation like that. But what I found is being able to take the emotion out of it and kind of take that higher perspective, like you're not part of it and looking in and seeing how that person is like your mirror and what are they trying to show you within yourself? What sort of lesson are they trying to mirror back to you that you need to pay attention to is one of, I find like a much more helpful way of connecting with the lesson and then being able to find gratitude because you finally have the answer to what you need to clear within yourself. Yeah, that's, that's, that's totally it, but it's, it's hard to make that leap. Mm -hmm. I've been able to do it a little bit easier now when I think of, okay, how did this make me feel? How did being like violated, like maybe you can put that word on it. How did being violated make me feel or being taken advantage of or something like that? And then you can ask yourself, how am I taking advantage of myself or how am I violating myself and point it back to you in that way? Because it's really hard to, you know, when you've been abused or raped or beaten or something like you, you're like, well, I would never do that to myself, but it's a metaphor. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it as a metaphor, it takes the edge off of it a little bit. And then you can maybe reflect and, and think about how you're treating yourself and how that this may be something that you need to look at. Mm-hmm. Well, letting go is actually the first thing to do because, and that's why I love the quantum manifestation because the, the structure, the way they explain and gave it to us because then you, once you understand how everything works, you simply let go of that previous experience. And there is another thing I learned from them that we assign certain experiences for ourselves to teach, to learn forgiveness. And why was that? Because forgiveness, to do forgiveness, you have to learn to manipulate the structure in your hologram. You're dealing with the, you're playing with the frequency of the structure because every thought and motion creates magnetic and gravitational field. You're actually playing alchemy. And in order for you to create worlds, to become a master of creation, you have to go to the darkness of the energetic fields learn about that, learn to manipulate them and get out of these fields properly by transforming them from negative to positive, from darkness to light. And that is fundamental for the conscious growth of every single particle of your consciousness through realities. And what we're learning right now, and we're learning the alchemy of creation, you cannot be master of alchemy of creation to create worlds, reality, manifestation, shifting of timelines, if you do not know how to manipulate the quantum structure by the frequency, it's literally uh, like a alchemy, uh, how we do that. And how would you know what to do and how to mix things together if you don't know how uh, different energetic fields and different structures work? Well, wow. <clears throat> I, I love that. I love that forgiveness is the doorway for us to understanding how to manipulate the quantum structure. Mm-hmm. Because it's the zero point. That's why I talk a lot about the zero point, the way they told me the zero point means that 
everything that happened to you in the previous reality, for example, the abuse and whatever that happened there, you shut in the program by subsiding all the frequency that this hologram program was running. You subsiding it by neutralizing it and giving uh, gratitude. Why? Because you cannot reject your own structure. All that is part of consciousness itself. You cannot reject your structure, but you can transform it. You're and entangled you in transform it. Yeah. Before you transform it, you have to be in a zero point of absolute awareness. Oh, now I understand. Now I can see I am at peace, breathe. And when you get to that point and understanding, raise your frequency of joy, of love, understanding. And now you're switching the emotion from negative to positive and imagine everything beautiful and you go from there to take an action. And this is how you transform all that information is in a quantum manifestation. You learn that there. I have hours of this information. When you're constantly thinking about it, if you don't zero point it, you're attached to it. You're entangled to that memory. You're entangled to that situation. Oh, yes. And then you're only like a magnet. And so you continue to attract that same yeah. vibration into your structure. Yes, because you're vibrating on it. That's right. Very well explained. Thank you. I remember when you first were a guest and you were explaining this. This was like way out there. And look at my oh. look at my wife. <laughs> She's got it down. <laughs> How about you, Brian? It's it's still it's yeah, still, Brian. It's still elusive. <laughs> the, I mean, it's it's. I I think I think a lot of it has to do with the desire to want to understand it and enact it. I mean, I, I understand the idea, but you know, at that, that last conference we did with, with Jessica, she, you know, she talked about the, the, the zero point energy and, and you know, and it makes sense, but it's something there's a, there's a part of me that's not, making it a priority. You know, yeah, priority or, you know, it's like a wall up I've, there. I've I've done it a couple of times, <laughs> but I'm I'm not I'm not staying with it. So But that's a part of the process. The fact that you're allowing this to even come into your reality right now, it's your growth. Hmm. And when you gain enough frequency from your own conscious understanding, it's gonna be a doom like a switch. Oh really? And you're there. Yeah. Because you're accumulating more and more and more and more, you don't realize how you're actually growing through the process. So I'm getting quantum points in my little video game here. Yes. <laughs> and when I when I get a certain yeah. number of points and I level up, it goes to ting. <laughs> and yes. Uh, yes. All right. <laughs> you got your bag and you're just like running around collecting little gold coins right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, Brian. I remember when it was over a year ago. Remember, Nicole, when we first stumbled on Marina? I remember my back was was really out, but I was painting my house because it's all I could do. And I was just painting mm -hmm. every room and I just binged, listened to marina for like three weeks or something <laughs> it's true well, thank she you watched all that. your videos while she painted 
yeah i call it marina's time because i literally had so many people telling me oh my god i discover you and i've been watching you for two days and i go here it goes marina's time because, <laughs> yeah because it's almost like you know what it is usually the people that find me they're the ones that already went through so many other teachings because uh but now you're getting really into the quantum you're getting really to the particle why exactly the mechanics of all creation the metaphysics of creation because you cannot manipulate you cannot construct reality uh, the way you want if you don't know the mechanics of it you have to it what it did for me is because i studied the course of miracles when i was a teenager and i understood the principles of forgiveness and you know you're in a dream and creating your own reality and everything's a reflection of what's inside but it didn't really explain it to where I could, I don't know, understand it. And then having the quantum theory, that together with the Course in Miracles, it was just like, bing, like, oh, now this makes sense, because both are saying the same exact thing. Yes, and I get this a lot. Thank you so much for sharing your experience, because this is exactly what happens. I always said to everybody, this is going to be, this is your freedom. It's a light bulb. It's going to be like a light bulb, and that's your freedom. Gain your freedom by creating it yourself. You tune into the Council of Nine and um, uh, the hybrids. Who are the hybrids? Is that a musical group from another planet? <laughs> Apparently for you. <laughs> uh, no, they're, they're like, look like the greys, but they're really nice. And they're very, it's interesting that when you start connecting with these groups telepathically until you connect physically, this is another master level, uh, but that's complex and that's mutation of your body and energetic field frequency. But they, uh, different groups have a different approach and the way they talk and the way they teach you. And it's interesting that when you go through different teachers, um, how they, they say things, how they teach you. For example, the hybrids uh, taught me, they were the first one that introduced themselves and they said to me, you got to be careful what you're thinking. And I was not afraid because I made a picture of them. Uh, like the grace, but because all my life I wanted to talk about ETs and I was channeling, I could, uh, you got to understand everything I do, I never had a fear. I don't know why. It was no fear. Somebody will say, oh my God, somebody's overtaking you. But the whole thing is that if you don't allow negative frequency to come in, except for some kind of a crazy technology um, that they were doing, you know, uh, you will not resonate in a resonance or negative entities. And then when you connect it, uh, positive entities, uh, higher consciousness that is above extraterrestrial, you always have a protection because nobody's going to put you in a lion's den without a protection. That's the truth. And I just simply start communicating. And the first sentence was, you got to be careful what you're saying to us or what you're thinking, because everything you think we can see in front of us as a hologram. And I go, what? Now I'm very curious. I'm like a sponge for stuff like that. So I start conversation and they're the ones that start teaching me a little bit of the quantum they were explaining. Then the entire year I end up 
under them the whole time with them. Nobody else showed up at that time, but was only them detoxing me, telling me every day how I should detox, how my body is, what's happening. Uh, okay, Marina, you need a little bit more spinach because the body frequency dropped down. Go back to two weeks only of the juicing, the fish and potato uh, and salad. I did that too again because I did the elimination diet for a year. And then after I end up only in a juicing and shake, then my body can handle it. So they were helping me through the process of the detox so I can raise the frequency. Then they taught me I stopped drinking. They I was smoking a while ago and my guidance, I start connecting with more guidance. And one of them said it is embarrassing that you're in such a high level of um, talking to us. You're connecting with very high level entities and you're doing such a low uh, thing of behavior. And I literally stopped the cigarette at once. Even I was promising that I was going to stop and promising. And at that time, I don't know. I know it was a different entity that came to me. Some of the guidance that I was connected to that particular time. But guidance and entities, they also change. Depending on how well you do, all of a sudden different groups come in. Then the, after the hybrids uh, was raw. And then was the Pleiadians. And then the 11 dimensional beings and the council of nine, all the stuff that come in one after the other. And they were all teaching me groups, but you got to understand the councils are most of them above extraterrestrial races. They looking over the ETs and the ETs are looking over the planets. So it's like an hierarchy of command that goes down. And if you do really well in a planet earth, really well you also go into error hit through your platform of timelines and realities which you can be given for example to control a fleet to look over five planets and you know things like that oh is that why some of us come down here is to like <laughs> to yeah. really move on. yeah fleet fle yeah uh, fleet Oh. spacecraft fleet like a, a extraterrestrial fleet. fleet you know <laughs> i thought you said there's a flea looking over five planets oh. and i just thought <laughs> it just made me think of you know some of the extraterrestrials are are insects like some of them mantis. are i heard but uh, yeah i heard of them only once connection but i never heard from them again there i'm not part of their whatever they doing i'm not part of that uh, uh, uh structure where, where remind me where shame lies in the vibrational it's the it's bottom. a very low vibration right so I, it's I, right I, before death right so i'm surprised that these beings that are that you're talking with use shame you know, to you and say, oh, it's very embarrassing, you know, that you're smoking. I'm, that's really surprising that they would shame you when that's such a low yeah. vibration. Yeah, because there are certain levels that you, okay, it is correct. Why? Because you are poisoning your body knowingly. And when you have to receive information and when you have to, you need to clean your body to be a pure vessel. So the frequency of the information comes very clearly. And they were saying, you knowingly poison in your body. It is a shame that you're committing such a behavior. So they're going to be strict. When you, are, when you came here the way, for example, I did, I'm talking from my experience. I had a contract from Pleiadian structure to come in walking into the body and switch at age eight or nine. I don't remember exactly what age was that. And um, 
basically start experiencing whatever the structure is in order for me to complete what I'm doing right now. But even then, I had a choice. But in a way, when I look at it, you actually uh, they when you have to when you start a, something to do, no matter what happens, they're always gonna help you to get you back to the truck if you get off of track. You're gonna have a literally, and I can explain that. You're in a matrix of reality. The high consciousness can interject some kind of a situation in your hologram of your timeline. Imagine what we are as a as a technology and also as a consciousness. They can shift timelines and they can shift reality. So, for example, they can interact in your hologram situation of a frequency sound that is going to manifest like a matter to you. So you will be put to be helped. Or you doing something wrong and it's going to give you a lesson so you realize what you're doing so you move back into the right track. And I know this is normal and I know this is happening. You brought up timeline, like us being used in technology and timeline creation. I have a question for you. Uh, I don't know if you'll get like a download or answer, but we had a guest on Tony Rodriguez who was taught, who was in the secret space program and... Mm -hmm. Um, he remembers just before he was brought back from his 20 and back that they were using timeline predictors to erase his memory trying to like, you know, mm-hmm. make to make sure he didn't remember. What is your knowledge of this kind of technology, these timeline predictors being used within certain systems here on earth? Or are they? Um, I, they never really taught me too much about it. They don't discuss too much for me about the dark forces. They trying to keep me away from that information. So they, uh, it's like a blockage to me for that information because my work is different. I have to stay on the path of what I'm doing. However, uh, they told me about, uh, the fact that there is a technology, uh, I heard about the looking glass technology, but I knew how this is done and what's really happening through consciousness. But I gotta tell you that higher consciousness, when you hit, uh, and extraterrestrials, when they have a spacecraft into that spacecraft, you can create a technologies that are mimicking the structure of consciousness itself with the artificial intelligence that is preserving humanity and any type of structure because they're recognizing that it's simply part of the structure, which is controlled by uh, fifth dimensional and above artificial intelligence AI. Don't think of artificial, we're talking real AI that is preserving consciousness and literally mimics consciousness itself. So they can put a spark of your consciousness in there and you can really recreate the reality and you're thinking you're on the planet Earth, but you can be in a spacecraft and creating a planet Earth reality until you merge frequencies. This is a super technology. So you ask for technology. Well, here it is. Okay. So what? Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Let's just, just so I'm clear because I, I I think I feel like I'm missing a section of that. So there, there's an like um in a hierarchy above the ETs. Is that what you're saying? Or the ETs are using this technology over... ET has, ETs have these technologies in a spacecraft. Oh, in their spacecraft. Mm-hmm. Depending on what uh, what um, 
you know, extraterrestrial groups. I know what I was taught from my groups. So you could be on one of these spacecrafts and thinking you're on Earth? Oh. Yeah. You know why? why? Because when they take a part of your consciousness, they can put it in that uh, hyperspace hologram which is controlled by AI and is mimicking consciousness itself. So at the moment, your consciousness uh, that is carrying vibrational sequences gets in there, immediately creates a structure. So you actually can merge realities from there when you have to ascend to galactic family. That's massive. Oh, to do oh. That. And by the way, usually um, in order to... Because we go into fifth dimensional structure, but you all, all uh, also go through the planet Earth, but they're, uh, they're humans that are going to go to their galactic family. And to go to the galactic family, it's a completely different protocol. Usually when you go to galactic family, back to your galactic family, uh, you already connected. You're going to have a contact somehow. But in order to do that, you personally will be connected with you telepathically to tell you exactly what to do for your body in order to merge the frequency with their reality because they're above fifth dimensional structure of a resonance. So in order for you to create that platform, you got to raise your frequency above 5D in order to create that contact in a physical. Did you say that was called the looking glass technology? Well, that's a okay. different no, that's that's something. That's what the governments different. are using. Project Looking Glass. That was given, and I'm telling you right now that this technology. What I'm telling you right now is a technology that is above mm, this technology. Mm, okay. Okay. So far superior. Far, far superior, and and that level you cannot exist if your consciousness does not match their timeline of existence. So you will never see that level. If your resonance of your consciousness did not reach that level from consciousness, you will never be allowed to enter that type of timeline. So I have a question for you then, just talking about this information. I, I had this question come up on my YouTube channel yesterday, and I know it's a question that a lot of people ask, especially when they're kind of new and understanding 5D and Ascension and all of that. And her question was along the lines of, um, you know, if she ascends, will she have to leave behind her children or her husband if they don't move into f fifth dimensional structure? What do you tell people when they ask that sort of? Um... Oh, well, that's very simply explained from the quantum structure. Every particle that you are splits on infinite parallel realities. So when you keep ascending, for example, you have a contact, your other version of yourself continue running by experiencing the planet Earth, and yet your consciousness splits up in two parallel realities, and instead you're seeing the planet Earth, you start seeing and having a contact with your galactic family. You basically created a parallel reality of two versions of yourself, when instead you're experiencing the planet Earth, you're experiencing now the contact with your galactic family, and yet you may be two days with them, and then you think you're going to go back, but you're actually creating another version of yourself, and you continue it from the momentum that you're with your family. But on an, okay. This is very complex. No, I, I totally, I, know. I understand what you're saying, but also what I would say, wanted to address here is that when you're, like fearful of leaving someone or, you know, you don't, 
you're entangled with them. So you're entangled with your husband, you're entangled with your children. That also keeps you in that, um, that reality that keeps you from moving forward. You have to get to that point of, you know, surrender to where you could, you can completely unentangle yourself from your loved ones so that you can. Yeah. And that process is tough, by the way, you have a very good question here because that process is going to be guided by your guidance and you're going to be told exactly what to do. And I can tell you that it's not easy because you literally cannot have intimacy. Uh, and be- why? Because when you start merging and making love with somebody, that other person may not be of the vibrational sequence that you're running on. So you're going to become almost like a syllable, like a nun, and will be done through certain circumstances, for example, to get you to this point. So when it's time for you to back and forth, back and forth between your ET family and your uh, earth family, you're simply going to be at peace to completely stay uh, fully there. But that will happen with time, back and forth, back and forth, until you're ready to stay permanently with them. And another version of yourself will continue, but you no longer will see that version of yourself. Wow. I, it's just, it's, I love this information so much, but it's like one of those things where it's kind of like settling in through layers. Like, Yes, because you need to know really, really well the quantum structure to make sense. Otherwise, you sound like a crazy person. And I understand <laughs> that. Yeah, but hey, let me be crazy. There will be a moment that everybody will understand what I'm talking about. So I don't worry. I've been crazy enough to start with the whole thing anyways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it makes total sense, though. All the pieces fit together. It's hard to wrap your mind around it. You have to keep mm-hmm. hearing it and different examples of it and in different ways and from mm-hmm. different teachers. But then like a lot of what I've learned from you, like I said, it was similar to what I learned in the Course in Miracles. And then when I started listening to Jessica Alstrom, she also talks a lot about quantum physics and these same things that together with what you taught me, you know, it just gives you this perspective and you're able to digest it and see it in different ways. So if it's not making Mm -hmm. sense, it's just like, keep listening. There's many people talking about this right now, you know, Greg Braden and, and so many others. So. You can yeah. hear lots of different yeah, ways. I remember when Greg Braden was talking, he had a wonderful video, how the structure is keep mimicking and mimicking to infinite. And I was listening to that, but I wasn't giving that information yet. And I'm going to myself, there's a missing piece in here. Mm-hmm. Why is the structure reprinting? Because I didn't hear it in a video. Maybe he knew or maybe he knows, but I didn't hear it. So sure enough, when I start downloading the harmonic reactor, the reason why the structure is re- reappearing as the same is actually similar a vibration of the same structure because it fluctuates and vibrates back and forth by reprinting itself uh, of the same version, but a very slight similar vibration. And it never stops. And that's what was imprinting. And this is the stuff that they taught me because I would hear scientists talk, but then they will give me more information on top of that to the point that I was hearing stuff that will blow your mind. I was reading J.J. Herdog book of the key of Enoch and the stuff there was so much in a quantum and I loved it, the whole information. But I all of a sudden I started getting telepathic thoughts and they were talking to me above the stuff that he was talking about. 
And I was like fascinated, but I absolutely love it. And they told me, you've got to understand that you know all that information. And I, I said, but how is it possible? Now I know because I'm resonating in these structures. Instantaneous downloads are normal to me. When you ask me a question, I literally know it and I can break it down for you by the structure. When scientists talking to me, they talk about something. I have no idea what they were doing, but all of a sudden I'm going to hear something. I'm going to say, oh, do you know about this? And I'm starting to explain something and they're going to go, oh, my God, we just worked on that two days ago. And in the end, now I'm telling them what they need to twitch and what's happening, stuff that I don't even know. Even if I don't know, I will ask and it becomes like a molding of constant exchange of information. If we let go the ego and just open up and exchange that knowledge. Can I ask you a question? You were saying Greg Braden said something and you weren't quite sure of how you were, it was recreating. And then you said it's just constantly recreating. Is that kind of like when your cells recreate, like when a baby's being um, formed where, you know, the one cell mm -hmm. splits into two and then four and then, you know, so forth and so on. Is it like that in that, in the structure where, it's just like yes yeah, similar it's very similar because the the one molecule that the whole consciousness is made of it's starting to vibrate when you start vibrating and flickering is actually a reprinting itself in a structure because of the energetic field because of all the light and sound that is around it and it becomes another version of itself and but another version of itself with very similar vibration so I believe and I know from what I was taught that even if you see that same image coming up and that same image is a slight vibrational off course with the previous one because it's reprinting is not exactly the same. Every print is literally for itself a universe for itself. And those are the, and those are the parallel realities. Those are like that. Yes. That's why there's just unlimited. So you could decide to like yeah. reach for the cup or not reach for the cup or get up from your chair or get down or, and, and there's just like, yeah. it's reprinting yeah. like every moment, another layer of reality. Version. Another version. Well, for, yeah. Very good question. For example, you sitting in your chair and you have a thought that you want to go take a water but then you decided, oh, maybe I should read a little bit more of that book. Well, immediately when you put the thought, those two realities immediately coexist at the same time. Mm. You have a reality that you went to the water and you had a reality that you're still sitting there. But the one that you're sitting, the one that you are experiencing is the one that you took the action upon it. However, a person that is very tuning and higher consciousness and for pe people like me, will be able to see what's happening in the other reality. That's why when I made a choice in my life to stay or go, whatever the situation was, they told me, if you went, this is what was going to happen seven years from now. Because I was already created the other version of myself that is running now in a timeline, and yet because I chose to do whatever else I did, I'm experiencing that momentum, that splitting of two different versions of myself of probabilities. It's like when we had Elizabeth April on and she said she could see exactly. all of the different, yeah, okay. She could see every different choice she would make turn out like what the outcome would be. Right. Yeah, however, may I interact with that? Um, 
if you're doing something completely negative and consciousness is going to the next level, you may not be allowed, and I repeat, you will not be, will not be allowed to see reality above what is allowed for you to see. That's it. If you're not vibrating uh, on a certain structure, they're talking about Akashic Record. Guess what? You, as a psychic right now, are vibrating in a certain vibration. There's no way you're going to be allowed to see Akashic Record of another reality if you are not vibrating on the structure or the person that is asking you the information is not allowed mm. to see. There's no way you're going to see the infinite Akashic Records for different structures. So depending on what you see, so that's why we have to be cautious when you ask for anything. Let me tell you, that particular psychic is going to see a reality what is allowed to see. That's okay. why you can get different readings from different people. That's so. right. You get in different, this is uh. what they taught me. That's, that's why don't hold for exactly what they told you. Learn the quantum structure so you can control your parallel timelines. They need to put it on their on their in the window under under yeah. under the the hand it needs to be the neon hand but then it says you know level 5.0 or what, what yeah that's right and the, the confusion happens because people go and latch in on somebody said something and they really ruin everything they do in everyday life because they end up catching one thing that the psychic said in the meantime that psychic said particular vibrational sequence that was allowed for her to see depending on what the vibration was for that person that's why when people come to me i said don't ask me for predictions the only thing that i'm going to read right now for you is what is allowed for me to see or whatever the vibrational sequence you're running on for example there was a lady for example that asked me what about my love and i see at the moment i immediately got a thought that she's alone and i said well nothing at the moment so what i see at the moment you don't have but you can create it this way. And then I go into the quantum structure, how this can happen. However, if you have a contract, I may not be allowed to see the contract. Why? Because if I tell her that two years from now, uh, you're going to get married, she may go crazy all over the place to look for somebody to marry and she may pick the wrong person. So here we go. You end up really ruining everything that is meant for me to see. That's why some of the readings when I have, some people get information for that. Some people don't. Everybody's different. That's very helpful information. I think for anyone who's um, looking for some sort of intuitive uh, answer to their life and going to anyone who's got intuitive or psychic gifts. I think that's so important to know because that changes the whole ballgame. Yeah, because I've seen people come in and in complete distress because somebody told them something. So I literally, and they went in so much fear and here I am pulling everything, but everything was fixed with the quantum mm -hmm. explanation. When I went into the quantum and when I then explained to them and I said, stop, stop right now. It doesn't matter. Now you do this. Now you go to the quantum structure. Now reconstruct everything and move forward because I want you to create your reality, not me creating it for you. This is how it works because I want to give the power within you so you don't mm -hmm. need me. And I think Jessica talked about that on, I think it was her first episode with us where she said so many people come to her asking those questions, but they're coming in at such a low vibration that the outcome's never what they truly want. 
She doesn't even want to yeah, answer those questions yeah. anymore. Yeah. 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 She doesn't really do that anymore. Um, that's really helpful. I wanted to ask one more question here because we have another listener question and it's kind of for Lisa, but Marina, you may get a hit on it that you want to answer as well. And uh, this is from Nancy. And she says she's experiencing an awakening. And for the past year, she's gone through various knowings. And about six months ago, she started to speak light language. The light language has expanded um, her awakening. And her question is for Lisa. As she knows, she speaks light language too. How do how does she explain her awakening in light language to her husband, who is a true skeptic, not like Brian? I have trouble articulating this awakening, and it is causing frustration and arguments between us. Not true love. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that at all. I the first thought that really comes to my mind is is letting go of well, first seeing that you're creating your own reality. So everything's just a mirror back to you. So your husband's not accepting, your husband's not understanding, you know, and start looking at um, that as a mirror and see what you can learn from it there, but also surrendering like that. He doesn't like need to understand. He doesn't need to don't know. And, and why is it so important for you that he be on the same page with you that it's okay for you to like, I'm married to Brian, who's a skeptic. He's accepting of it, but he doesn't, he doesn't understand it. He doesn't necessarily agree with a lot of the stuff. And I really don't care whether he does or not. I have to just be me and I have to be true to me. And that's the most important relationship that you have. So I would say focus on the relationship with yourself and stop trying to put so much emphasis and pressure on him that he does understand it and accept it. Because once you let that go, it will, it's like zero pointing it. You want to basically zero point it and just open that up and allow him to be exactly who he needs to be. I would, I would also add not to, not to hide it as a part of being you don't, don't hide it. Don't, you know, I, I, I think of our oldest son, Alex, who, when Lisa first started speaking light language and she was so excited to share it with him, he said, please don't ever do that around me again. And he is so warm and open about it now. He, he didn't, it was, you know, it was like, what is this? I don't understand what it is. It's a very different thing. And that may be something that her husband is, is, is going through. And if she stays true to herself and continues to speak it, he'll open up. And, and you, you know, you don't need to, like I backed away from my son. Like I, I wouldn't, he asked me, you know, respectfully, please don't do that around me. And I said, okay, I didn't stop me from starting a YouTube channel. It didn't stop me from, you know, putting stuff out on social media and being my true self. And as he watched me be my true self, he actually started asking me questions about it. And then he was telling me, oh, I'm so proud of you for your YouTube channel. And I was like, I thought you didn't like this stuff. And he was like, well, I'm just so proud that you're doing what you want to do, mom. You know, and so people respect you for being true to yourself. And I think that's just the most important thing. 
Yeah. And I think too, the fact that he's not accepting of her, it's probably because there's a part of her that's not accepting it yet and try, and there's a lot of fear around it. So that idea, what you said of letting go, zero pointing it and really um, <clears throat> being able to just let it all shine through in whatever capacity it doesn't have to be around him, but in whatever areas of your life that, you know, you can express it um, openly and, and feel comfortable, like you let that fly. You guys should really consider being life coaches. <laughs> you actually have to find a common denominator between both of you, you know, and then uh, allow to express yourself from the true selves by not overtaking somebody else's belief mm-hmm. system. And when you do that and you have time for each other, for other platforms, is. uh compare with that you're going to find a peace between each other without interacting and yet allowing the other person the biggest love that you can give to each other is to allow the other person to express themselves of who they mm-hmm. truly are without mm-hmm. suppression yeah i think you know the big point is is that if it's communicated to him that you don't need him to understand like lisa said that he doesn't have to believe it but know that it's a part of you and that it's a and it's something that you love that he um, accepts it and honors that part of you and if that's all you you know if you communicate that that's what you want and that he's free to like ask questions or free to not understand that relieves a lot of pressure um, because right now it's challenging a lot of his belief structures and it's scaring him but also, guys, I want to tell you that the, what I've done through the session, I've seen a lot of problems with couples that they're okay. But when it comes to kids, it becomes huge fights. Because, for example, one of the person is aware about what's happening, how the planet was taken over, vaccines and poison. And I hear guys telling me, I'm pulling my hair out. My wife does not want to educate in anything they talk about it. And I know she wants to vaccinate the kids. What in the world am I going to do? I do not want to poison my kids. I'm totally aware. So these situations are very difficult to handle because I've, I've hearing this from a lot of, uh, believe it or not, a lot of guys actually coming and telling me that, but also women. And it becomes a big struggle when the kids are young and you want to do the best for the kids and yet your husband is not allowing you and your wife is completely sitting in the dark. And that is actually very tough situations to handle because you really have to use the structure and is struggling but uh, what i've noticed from my experience with my family that you have to put your foot down when it comes to the children and you can zero point those things too yeah you could but uh you have to take an action for sure definitely Mm -hmm. Mm, well thank you and thank you nancy for sending in your question and thank you emmy too Marina, this has been, it's been so great to have you on. Thanks for coming back on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. You guys are wonderful. Thank you. Let, so let, our audience, <laughs> let our audience know where they can find your, uh, your videos and all that. Well, thank you so much. You can find me on marinajacobi.com. I have a YouTube channel that is The Harmonic Reactor. Uh, and you can subscribe and press the bell button. And every two weeks, I have a live webinar with Q&A. And you have to be signed on my email emailing list from my website in order to receive all the links for the accounts. 
uh, and Facebook if you want to find me there too, you know, so all the platforms are there. Yeah. And to our audience, if you haven't watched season one of Quantum Manifestation, please do. It's on the front page of our homepage of YouTube. Just scroll down. You'll find it all in sequential order. Start at video one and work your way through it. It will totally empower you and shift how you create everything. It'll really empower you. Thank you very much, everybody. Marina, thanks so much. And thank you to our audience for being with us once again. Thank you all for joining our show. We appreciate you tuning in and supporting us. If you have any questions you would like answered on the show or any guests you would like to hear on our show, please email that information to us at info at And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you're interested in contacting Nicole or myself for some coaching or any of the other services we provide, you can find out more about Nicole at inflexibleme.com and my website is lisaloveslove.com. Thank you again for joining us and supporting our show, and we will be back with you all next week.